With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's the final hour on this Thursday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. Come in, stay a while. Love to have you. At our Masters draft, Darius Rucker joined us and uh, had some controversy. Had a trade, and the first round had already been underway, but uh, had a little bit of controversy there. McLovin and uh, Seton trading uh, players, and then we found out that McLovin knew that one of the players, Victor Hovland, had a triple bogey on the first hole. But um, I think it's gamesmanship, and uh, Seaton's willing to accept it, so we're all, we're all good. Although, I don't know if there's anything. Is anything at stake here with our snake draft? Yeah, Seaton. I don't think so. I tried to get uh, Darius Rucker's robe, but that didn't, um, that didn't work out so well. Um, yeah. By the way, Victor Hovland, two birdies. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, after Let's a go. triple bogey. Yeah, we tried to uh, see if Darius Rucker, he has, uh, who's the uh, robe of? Rick Flair. Rick Flair. Yeah, so he has a, uh, one of Rick Flair's actual robes that he used in the ring. And uh, he said, no, I was there the day that he, he bought it for around $50,000 at an auction. And I thought, what the hell are you going to do with that thing? And Darius has it in his closet. He brought it out. Yes, Todd. Now, do you frame that or just keep it in your closet? I guess you could just cover it in something, but wouldn't you want to display something that cost $50,000 like that? I would think you would want to put it on a mannequin and then maybe put the mannequin in glass. And I kind of have my <laughs> Jim Harbaugh mannequin over there, but that's a little bit different. The clothes aren't, you know, something that he wore in a game against Ohio State. You know, it's just Jim, Jim Harbaugh looking like Jim Harbaugh over there. That's a mannequin. Yeah, Paul. But only a single man could get away with displaying that around the house casually. Like, hey, honey, I'm going to display my Ric Flair robe mm. in the, in the d- dining room. It's not going to work. That's why you have this man cave, all the stuff you can't display at home. Well, Darius will be able to display it now uh, if he would like to. Exactly. In, in, in his man cave. He's uh, Too soon. 
<laughs> well, he put he had his Grammys underneath his nightstand uh, in his bedroom. Although, you want to see my? That's a convenient. You want to see my Grammys? <laughs> convenient place to leave uh, those. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey, look, if I was single, I'd say, you want to see my Emmys? He, he was in his bedroom, and he had Grammys and a Ric Flair robe immediately <laughs> at fingertip. I don't, I'm not trying to say what's going on, but... That's a single man. Dude knows how to party. <laughs> That's a single I'll man. Tell you that. Yeah. I would just wear the Ric Flair uh, <laughs> robe and nothing else. Set the mood. <laughs> <laughs> that should be his next album cover. Him and the <laughs> him and his Ric Flair, nothing else. Man, that's the best. all righty, all righty. Uh, we're just gearing up for uh, Stephen Jackson and Matt Barn- Barnes, former NBA players, all the Smoke podcast. And uh, Seton's a big fan of the podcast. Uh, I've just heard clips from it, but it feels like they get players to come in and relax and tell stories. I don't know how they get them to relax, but it feels like they relax and they tell stories. Because it's like, uh, I would imagine, sometimes when you're listening, you're like, man, I don't know if these dudes realize that this is going everywhere. Because <laughs> it's just, it sounds like three buddies talking or four, you know, people just talking, hanging out. And then you're like, dang, did you hear what they just said? Yeah. And those guys are characters. They've, uh, they've got some personalities there. But they've had some big names on the show. Uh Steve Nash was on there, Kevin Durant on there, Calvin Johnson was on there, but uh, All the Smoke is the podcast, so the host will join us coming up. Uh, Kevin Durant returned to the Nets last night, and he played 19 minutes. I don't know if uh, you know we can determine how chemistry was or is or will be affected, but they played seven games together, hit all five of his shots. He had 17 points in a blowout win over the Pelicans. And, you know, this is the highest scoring half of the season to start the game that they had. You know, they're putting up 135. It's not a big deal. But don't limit Brooklyn to just three players. LaMarcus Aldridge looks alive. He looks fresh. Blake Griffin, they look good. Uh, You know, Durant's deadly. Uh, Harden has been great. Kyrie can score on anyone. The role players know their strengths, or at least they know their weaknesses. And they may not have a lot of time to figure all this out, but it may not matter as good as they are. I'm, I'm curious if they don't play that many games together and what they're going to be like once the playoffs start. But what I saw last night with Durant playing, the Nets certainly look like the contender that uh, we think that they will be. Yeah, McLovin. Do they need to get tested, though, so they know if there's one minute left in a playoff game, who's going to take the shot? You know? Yeah. Who is going to take the shot? I think... Uh, I think that depends on the game, the opponent, who's guarding Kyrie, who's guarding Durant, who's guarding Harden. And the other team is not going to know. It's not like you go, hey, we're facing the Lakers. You know, Kobe's taking the shot. You don't know who would be taking the shot of those three. That's pretty dangerous there. Don't leave Joe Harris open yeah, either. Well, he's a great knockdown shooter. But I think that's the fun part of this with the Nets. They're still figuring this out. And I don't know if this is going to be a situation like it was with LeBron when he went to the Miami Heat. They were figuring this out that first year. They didn't win. But, you know, with the Nets, you know, they're supposed to win the championship this year. I think even with a healthy LeBron and healthy Anthony Davis, they're supposed to win the championship this year. Yeah, McClub. Wasn't a big part of that in Miami. Chris Bosh took a secondary role, but 
does one of these guys have to take a secondary role? I'm not sure that they're capable of it. Uh, it was different with Bosch because, you know, it was Wade's team, but it was really LeBron was the best player. And Chris Bosch knew that he was the, the third wheel here, but also he knew what his role was. And I think him accepting it was so important for this team to evolve. Same thing with Kevin Love. When Kevin Love went to the Cavs with Kyrie and LeBron, he knew, okay, what is my role? When I get the ball, three-point range, you know, this is a guy who once put up, what, 30 and 30 in a game? 30 points, 30 rebounds in a game when he was in Minneapolis? You know, he understood his role. When you get those players who understand those roles, then you take away a lot of that drama about, oh, I'm not getting my touches. I hope that the goal for the Nets is, let's just win a championship. Let's have fun winning a championship. Not, who's going to get credit? You know, who gets the last shot? Like, that's silly stuff. But if, if the Nets win, then everybody wins. But I don't... You know, as far as stats go, if KD averages 18, if Kyrie averages 24, if Harden averages 20, like, I don't care. If I'm on the Nets team or I'm coaching the Nets or I'm a Nets fan, I just just win. That's it. I mean, who remembers LeBron's stats last year? How many did he average? We know he led the league in assists, but see, it, it's just they won. Who cares? Yeah, McLovin. All sounds good now, but when James Harden takes a shot and Kyrie's like, I could have beat my man, I feel like there, there could be some, you know, you say it doesn't matter who takes the last second shot, but Kyrie knows he can hit that last second shot. Harden knows he can hit that. Durant <laughs> knows he can hit that. So if the other guy misses it, they're going to be like, I should have taken it. Especially Kyrie. He's unstoppable. He is. He is. He, he, you forget. And maybe because you you sort of don't want to acknowledge just how great he is because of the off-the-court stuff. But, man, as far as dribbling in traffic, he's as good as anybody I've ever seen. Tight spaces, he's unbelievable. Great you know hit. what? Why I'm really cringy is because my Sixers, I'm trying to do the matchups in my head where they get out of the series. It seems like an uphill battle like, because they don't have that guy. Who, you know, they have Embiid, but he's not like the guy who creates a shot in the last minute. Yeah, I, I, I still don't know what the Sixers have. Like, I, I have a pretty good idea what the Nets have. I don't know what the Sixers have. As much as I want to go, okay, with Doc there, Embiid, there's no more drama with Simmons. He's not being traded. Uh, Tobias Harris has played well. But I, I just don't know, you know, in a seven-game series. Can they be great? Can they be very good? Because you have to beat the Nets four times. That's why it would always come down to whenever – you were looking at some of these teams, some of these players, and I'd say, can you beat him or them four times? It's not one and done, you know, March Madness. You've got to beat him four times. And what are the odds of beating the Nets four times in a seven-game series? What are the odds of beating the Lakers when they're fully assembled four times? Sixers, you can beat them four times. And they may beat themselves. That's another thing. You know, are the Nets going to beat themselves? I mean, Kyrie's averaging, what, 28 a game? Harden's averaging 25? You you have to get two of the three to not have good games. Can you have that? Or if there's an injury. I think injury is really, that that would be the only thing that would prevent the Nets from playing for a title this year. If you say the big three are healthy, they're going to play for the title. 
And and they'll be favored to win the title. Yeah, Paul. James Harden's only averaging uh, 17 attempts a game this year. Yeah. 17. That's the lowest since he left Oklahoma City in 2011. Yeah. No, they, they've, they're doing it the right way. I don't think anybody's questioned Steve Nash and how he's handled all of this with these stars there, and he's had interchangeable lineups. But when all three are on the floor, that's what's going to be fun. But you have to beat them four times. If it was one and done, now it's different. But it's four times. And I just don't see somebody beating them four times. We talked a little bit about Tiger Woods' crash, certainly when it happened, and then the investigation. Then the investigation was closed. Basically, you know, Tiger was speeding and uh, wasn't even hitting the brake pedal. I think the car that he was in, they got the black box out of that, and uh, they were able to get a lot of information there. But nobody else was involved. And I think because of that, you know, they closed up the investigation. If somebody was involved, if uh, another car, if another passenger got hurt in here, then this would be different. But it feels like they're sort of moving on. But I don't care where you are. I mean, he's driving 85 miles an hour. This isn't the highway. 85 miles an hour. And probably crashed at around 80 miles per hour. But it feels like, okay, there's nothing to see here, nothing to read here. Let's move on. Yes, Todd. And there was a report he may have accidentally hit the gas pedal when yeah. he meant to hit the brake. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd just be curious if there was anything else involved in this. But and as much as I, I didn't want to know, I do want to know because I was told that we won't find that out. No. Did they take a blood test? No, they didn't. Should they? I, I don't know. He was speeding. Okay, is he cited for speeding? I mean, look, bottom line is he's alive. But you're going to say the same thing I'm saying if you're listening. We wouldn't get that same benefit of the doubt. Yes, he. Yeah, I mean, somebody like Tiger Woods is just is different than people like us. But why? You know? Because people are interested in what he's doing. People aren't interested in the random everyday car accident that happens. But if it's, we, not, it's not national news, TMZ when when Jimmy Lipper runs his car off the road and busts his leg up, TMZ doesn't care that Jimmy Lipper did that. No, they don't care at all. But would we be treated differently than Tiger Woods? Yes, I know that you know people are more interested in that. But if if I had a car crash, then do they take you know a blood test? Do they take, I'm like, what, what is it that they do? Do they do anything different or do they say, no, he was just driving at a high rate of speed? But that's part of what we don't believe in this because it's Tiger Woods is that maybe none of those things were a factor. Maybe he did, maybe he was going way too fast and ran his car off the road and he wasn't under the influence of anything and he wasn't, you know what I mean? But allow that investigation, allow that information to come out then if, if you don't have anything to hide. Because I think, I, you know, the, the impression is, wait, why, why wouldn't they take a blood test there? Why, why wouldn't they see if they had anything in his system? This is a guy who has had issues with that before. Not that you can factor that in, I guess, with the, uh, the officers on the scene, but is he being treated differently just because he's Tiger Woods? Well, maybe, you know, I'm sure somebody listening understands how this works better than I do, because I don't know what happens when somebody is seriously injured in a car crash. Yeah. Do they, before they take, like, is that done at the hospital once they're stabilized? Or when exactly do you figure out if somebody was under the influence? Because it, it surely isn't at the scene. 
Yeah. When somebody's hurt like that. Well, yeah, because it was life-threatening. Yeah, so, I mean, they're... You know, at some point in the hospital, do they take blood and figure it out? I, I don't know how that works. And maybe somebody can help us with it. I, I truly don't know. I just thought, okay, was there something else to this that he was driving that fast? Was he on his phone? Like, I, I don't, I have no idea. I'm just curious what caused the accident. It's a bad uh, section of road there. They've had accidents there before. But I was just curious, you know, is there anything else attached to it? Yeah, Todd. And the other question is, if God forbid there were other cars or people involved, how does the famous person get treated as opposed to someone else? Certainly a famous person can pay off all kinds of bills for someone that uh, the average person wouldn't be able to make something go away. Speeding is one thing, but if there were other people involved, that's a whole other story. Famous versus not famous person. Yeah. And, and you know, if this is how you're treated in that situation, no matter who you are, then okay. And, and I think that that's where we're, we were kind of learning as we went along with this, that what happened with Tiger. And that's what I was just curious about. Yeah, McLovin. Yeah, I, I was wondering, our, our buddy Jeff in Detroit, or like, who is a cop? Like, there's got to be standard procedures in every state. I don't know what they are at all. Yeah. But the fact that these were life-threatening injuries, like, really, that's the important part of this. When you get to the scene and you see what it is, I, I just don't know after that, like, like, at what point do you then want to investigate what caused this. Yeah, Paul. And I, this is not really much to do with the case, but I remember what surprised me the most when I first heard about it is the idea that Tiger Woods was driving alone with no people, no security, no handlers, nothing. Hmm. And I guess maybe, you know, they have those courtesy cars for tournaments and he got yeah. up and got himself there. But I think the average person thinks this is one of the most five most famous people on earth and doesn't have security with him at all times. That's what, but a lot of, a lot of people want to drive themselves. Yeah. They, they like that. Where others want somebody to drive them. Michael Jordan back in the day used to drive from his home outside Chicago. And you see people saw him driving down the highway to the Bulls Stadium. Alex in Los Angeles. Alex, can you help us out? Yeah, Dan. Hey, uh, first time, long time, 6'2", a BP-210. Thank you. Uh, What actually happened is Tiger released or gave the department permission to release is uh, the cause of the crash. So that's why you know that it's excessive speed and that is all. Normally in a car crash, you're not going to have somebody who's in a car crash be tested for uh, alcohol, drugs, if it's a solo crash and there's nobody else involved. So that's why that would be, wouldn't matter if it was you, me, Tiger Woods, anybody. And do you work for the police? I don't want to say it, but thank you. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate that, Alex. Thank you for the phone call. Yeah, I don't know what protocol is with something like that. Um, but it sounds like all they're going to do is cite him for speeding, or is it reckless driving? I'm not even sure. Yeah, McLovin. That was very dramatic that he won't say. It was very deep throat, like uh, secret source. Uh, it sounded like that, uh, that he probably worked for somebody in law enforcement. And you're yeah. not allowed to say that yet. Yes, Paul. Yeah, if I wanted to hide I was a cop, I would have said, I don't want to say, I would have said, no, I'm not a police officer. <laughs> that would have maybe been better. <laughs> well, Alex, first time, long time, but, you know, so maybe he's not, not uh, you know, that well-versed. I heard the dispatcher in the background on, uh, <laughs> on radio. <laughs> Yes, Tom. You couldn't have kept him on the line for five more seconds while we were tracing the call in the back and finding out who this guy. Uh, all right, we'll take a break here. 
We'll, uh, I have no idea what's going to happen next with Steven Jackson, Matt Barnes. The podcast is all the smoke and it's, uh, these guys are really entertaining. Hopefully uh, they'll be entertaining when they join us. Sort of the Cheech and Chong of sports here. (laughs) All right. We'll take a break coming up on 20 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick show. Recent data shows that out of all the female-owned businesses, it's estimated that one in three is owned by a mom. Ever wonder how these amazing moms and dads find time to hire for their businesses while you're juggling a family? With ZipRecruiter. Right now, try it for free only at ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. CEO and founder uh, Talia Goldstein is one such mompreneur. Mompreneur. Mompreneur? No, it's I, it's just mompreneur. It's a mompreneur? Yeah. Besides being the mother of two, her personalized matchmaking company, three-day rule is constantly growing, and she needs to hire several matchmakers a month. So she uses ZipRecruiter. Powerful matching technology, finds the right people, and uh, she's not the only employer who loves ZipRecruiter. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. Special offer is only go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. ZipRecruiter, smartest way to hire. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. 
I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Time to get back on the track. Kentucky Derby. Back on the first Saturday in May, the 147th run for the Roses, Saturday, May 1st. On NBC. Ryan in Honolulu joins us before we get to the All the Smoke co-hosts, Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson. Good morning, Ryan. Good day, Harden. What's on your mind, Ryan? Uh, well, I'm uh, sporting my Aussie pride because the Masters, I wanted to see if you could give me uh, an Aussie combo. I uh, wanted the uh, the best golfer, the the best looking golfer, Adam Scott. <laughs> okay. And how about you also give me Jason all day? And then uh I don't want Bryson to shank though. I think uh he's uh you know, he she's trying to drive for the for the stars and I think he's uh, he might shank it. But um can I also have when he's on, Cameron's on Smith? <laughs> All right, Ryan, thank you for joining us. <laughs> I uh, I actually missed Todd in that segment. That's saying a lot. Yes. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Yeah. Ryan's got to stay in his lane. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, he does. Whoa, that is. That's not, that's, oh. that's not his uh, wheelhouse. Mock headlines? Or just uh, name headlines? What yeah. is that called? Mock names? Puns? Yes, Todd. They can't lay the jacket on Patrick. He won't win. But look, Ed. Nope. You're doing the accent. See? Even with the accent. It helps a little. It, it did. It, it took a little bit of the sting out. Uh, just in time. Matt Barnes, Steven Jackson, uh, former NBA players. They were in the, the association, as the kids like to say, for a long time. And they have a podcast, a very popular podcast called All the Smoke. And they join us on the program. Uh, let me start with who came up with the idea to start the podcast. Um, me. Uh, you know, Jack and I were both respectively working with um, ESPN and Fox at the time and getting a lot of positive feedback. But, you know, working for those kind of networks, you got to kind of walk a straight line. And, you know, Jack and I could walk a straight line, but we'd rather step out every once in a while. Um, so I told him, let's try a podcast. And I didn't even really know what it was at the time. I just knew we could freely speak. 
Um, he's like, what is it? I'm like, I'm not sure. He's like, but I'm in. <laughs> and from there, we, went, we were off running. But what's the goal? I think to create a platform where we're able to tell our own stories. Um, I think for so long, other people have told our stories, and some people have done a good job, but some people have put their spin on it. And I think for people who have actually walked in our shoes uh, to be able to tell our own stories is special, especially in uh, this day and age. Sometimes you can get that player to relax. That's the goal. But sometimes that person may not know they're kind of walking into something that could get them in trouble. Well, I think the good, the good thing about our platform is we come off as we wear our emotions on our sleeves. So they come in free and open because as soon as you walk into our studio, you see me and Matt being ourselves, you know, the same people we are on and off the camera. So I think, I think we welcome for people to come in and, and be, and be their unfiltered self because that's how we live our lives. You know, we wear our emotions on our sleeves. So, you know, this is a platform for people to, to, to be their, their real selves and not the person that everybody expect them to be being on TV or being an athlete. Did you ever interview anybody that you didn't like when you started the interview, but like them after the interview. I wouldn't say didn't like. I would probably just say didn't know, uh, didn't know as well. Or even sometimes we were actually just talking about the other day. Even people we think we know well, um, when we actually sit down and interview, we learn so much more. But I'll say one person that um, I was pleasantly surprised with and didn't really understand his impact in the space was Jim Gray and his imprint um, in this space over you know however long he's been doing it, I think 30, 40 plus years, um, to just to kind of understand, you know, having Ali's first and last interview and everyone in between. Um, I love that. Like he was one of our favorite interviews and he was, uh, you know, when, when his name came up, I'm like, Jim, J, Jim Gray, the interview. Yeah. Okay. We could definitely do Jim Gray, but I just had a whole new found appreciation for him. Um, once we were done talking, because I mean, his, his, I mean, his, the, the, the trail he set is, you know, going to go down in history as one of the greatest to ever do it. I call him the Forrest Gump of uh, sports broadcasters because he's been everywhere. Like right. you, you bring up a name and the Jim Gray was there. It's like, right, you definitely. know, Elvis at the White House and, uh, <laughs> you know, Jim Gray was there. So, you know, he, he's he's interviewed everybody. Yeah, he's um, special. Uh, who came up with the title, All the Smoke? Um, we put a name. We we we. we, we opened it up to our uh, our fans to kind of think of a name and then oddly enough my sister came up with the name mm-hmm. so i told I, I don't remember i think i was going to offer someone like 2500 if they can come up with the name but since my, my family member came up with the name i just kind of charged it to the game so i just gave her a hug and said <laughs> thank you <laughs> but all the smoke is not what we think all the smoke is correct I think literally and phys- I mean some 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 days we're blowing it down in here. I'm not going to lie to you Dan and it's you could barely see I could barely see my counterpart. Uh but for for the most part I think all the smoke has several different meanings and I just think you know it, it's kind of an unfiltered view of information we're bringing you, you know, so we're, we're, we're bringing you a lot of smoke, all the smoke, however you want to say it. So I guess there's a couple different uh meanings for it, but you know, we cover each of them. Steven, are you better high when you're interviewing? Uh, Dan, I'm never not high. <laughs> okay. Even now. Good answer. Even now. Even yes, now. Even now. Really? Yes, wake, sir. wake and bake. You can wake and eat. You can wake and eat your edibles. We wake and bake. <laughs> Is it good to get you early in the day or later in the day? It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, 
this is this is nothing new to us and um we don't do things for for people are, are to be positive or to be popular you know these, these these are the things that we've been doing our whole career to keep us active to keep us sane to be able to make it through you know the ups and downs of life and this is has worked for us this is this is but they say if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And, uh, and uh, it, it works for me. Let me add to that, though, Dan. I would say it's better to get Jack early because I've, <laughs> I've, I've caught him. Uh, if, if we have three interviews, sometimes I, I have to elbow him. Sometimes I catch him nodding off mid-interview. So I would say get Jack earlier <laughs> than later. <laughs> it's called All the Smoke with Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson. Uh, what's the first question you would ask Paul Pierce if you had him on? We've had him. Yeah, we had Paul already. Well, um, not lately. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I wouldn't ask him nothing because he's not doing nothing that nobody don't do. I think, I think just the fact that it was on camera, that and 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 people, you know, wanna wanna judge him for it. But that's done everywhere. It's just not, all athletes do it. It's just not on camera. So for people to just judge him for having fun and having a good time, yeah, it shouldn't have been on camera. Yeah, you got to be more private what you do when you represent a a a a, 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 a um, what I'm looking for a company a company like ESPN. But at the same time. All players do it, I and, think, and Disney. I but think hey, that's what you said. people that work at Disney do it. They're just yeah. not on camera. Well, I think that kind of goes back to what I said earlier, um, Dan. You know about you know Jack and I being able to walk that straight line, but sometimes we like to step off that line. And you know we've done everything pretty much you saw in Paul's video, but we've just it, it hasn't been on camera. You know what I mean? And we don't want to speak for other people, but we know other people do it too. I just think it was a combination of all of it on camera. And it, it being Disney, you know, it was a little hard. So I was actually surprised. You know, I had spoke to someone who worked at ESPN that night. You know, I was like, yo, is Paul going to be OK? And, you know, and the person's like, you know, they don't like what he did. But, you know, I'm not sure if there's much they can do. And then, you know, a day later, he's fired. So uh, it's very unfortunate. You know, we're big fans of Paul and we know he'll land on his feet. But you just got to kind of be careful this day and age, I guess. <clears throat> What's the biggest tab you guys put up at a club? Ooh. Probably like twenty, twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. But see, what you, you got to realize though, when we when we go to clubs, the teams I've been on, the teams he we've been on, we all go out as a team. So that twenty thousand has been broke down between mm-hmm. ten millionaires. Mm-hmm. So it's really not that much money. We always together. We had a situation in New York not too long ago where we got the company card and did a little bit of damage on it. Just <laughs> just myself and Jack and and a, and a couple people buying everyone shots in the restaurant. <laughs> How much? How much, man? Man, what was it? I don't know. I don't know I don't if we want to say it out loud because Brian, by five, Brian's five, right five here. Five K, five K. Yeah, a dinner or dinner for two or dinner for three ended up costing five thousand that <laughs> night. So we had a little bit of fun. What's the one question you would want to ask Michael Jordan? Oh man. Oh man. Uh, I think I would want to ask him to come on our show. This is a good one. I like that. That was a good one, right? Um, <laughs> you are high, Stephen. No, that's not a good question. You want to ask a great him, question. I need the second question, then. I think... Um, Nothing more important than him coming on our show right now. First and foremost. First and foremost. Sorry, Dave. I would like to ask him... Um, you know, I, I've seen him... He's kind of opened up a little bit more um, in the last maybe two, three, four years. And I think really since Kobe's passing, um, his speech at the funeral was was incredible. And, and what he brought to that moment was incredible. And just kind of ask him, you know, is seeing Kobe do it 
being more open, being one of the most more open superstars, does that encourage him to do it a little more? Because he's someone we've always kind of wanted to know what is like behind the scenes. I think his his uh, his uh, his doc last dance, dance. I think I mean. the last dance really let us in to a side of Mike we've never been able to see because you know social media and cameras running around back then, um, and he's one of you know a lot of people's favorite person favorite player so i just we we like to kind of see a little bit more behind the scenes obviously we want to respect his privacy and he's not that type of person we understand but i think you know the last few years we've been kind of seeing him open up more and more and we just like that to continue and it was kind of interesting too that you and kobe started out as you know adversaries and then grew closer because of one moment there right right which I don't know how often that happens, but, you know, you have the flinch and then all of a sudden, you know, you guys eventually become very good friends. Right. Yeah. I mean, that was a, you know, a, a Kobe and myself kind of started. I met him in, in 98 when I went to UCLA, you know, him, him coming to L.A. at 18. He was young uh, and he was at you know, around UCLA all the time. So, you know, we'd see him. He'd be playing pickup games with us in the summertime. He would pra- he would work out in poly. I would sneak back in and watch him train. So it kind of just became like a wow okay, I'm going to have to eventually guard someone like this one day to eventually make in the league and then just respecting each other, knowing every time, you know, he, we, we played each other. I really looked forward to it. And then, um, you know, it kind of came to a head in, in Orlando in 2010 with the ball fake. And then after that season, you know, he called me up and, and literally said, you know, anyone crazy enough to f- with me is crazy enough to play with me. Do you want to be a Laker? And literally three days later, I was a Laker, you know, so we went from opponents to teammates to brothers because we were both going through a lot of stuff off the court that season. So we were bonding on and off the court, you know, going to dinner, hanging out, you know, spending time together. And I got a chance to really know him as a person, not just the basketball player. You guys have had some great interviews, even even when you had Calvin Johnson on that. His nickname was Butterfingers in high school. Crazy, right? Imagine that. I know. And then Stephen basically said, you know, how do you get from Butterfingers to Megatron? Megatron, right. Yeah. It's a hell of a transformation. It was, it was great. Yeah. Like, I, uh, you know, you had Steve Nash, Chris Paul, uh, Durant. Uh, do you guys have Visine as a sponsor? I was wondering about that. That'd be something good that maybe <laughs> hey, you should have. That's not a bad idea. Hey, that's a good idea. You might have, you might have just, you, you might be onto something there, Dan. We, we're going to have, uh, we're going to have the, the, our internal team hit them up. <laughs> Uh, Steven, if you were playing and you're a free agent and you had to pick the Nets or the Lakers to play for, who would you play for? Nets. The Nets? Yes. Because? Easy. I'm, I'm good friends with Kyrie. Um, I'm more of a fan of KD than anybody, and uh, Kyrie than anybody. I love LeBron. I would love to play with him. It's, it's hard to say not play with LeBron, but I have a relationship with those guys in Brooklyn, so I'm more of a lawyer guy than a fan. What about you, Matt? I would say Lakers. You know, I'm a California guy. Got a chance to, you know, run with them with, you know, with Kobe and, and, and we didn't get it done. So I would love to try to run it back with LeBron and them and try to get a ring as a Laker. Who's the better player between you two right now? Me by far. By far? Yes, yeah, by I, far. I don't play basketball. He ain't played in I don't know how long. Four years. Yeah, I don't play basketball. I'm the like, all-time leading scorer in the big three. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got him a trophy for that, too. Where where is that trophy from the big three? I, 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 haven't I, threw, got it in the, I threw it in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good luck with the show, and uh, great to talk to you guys. And I, you know, I'm I'm glad that y- you found something that you know is missing, and that is you know, an opportunity for somebody to walk in there, and it's almost like a safe space that walking in, and you guys identify, you understand, and uh, when you ask a question, it's. Like this is your version of the barbershop. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's, a sm- yeah. it's the, the smoke shop. That's what we wanted to create. You know, it wasn't so much, a, you know, a stick a microphone in your face interview situation. We wanted to create, you know, kind of like a man cave situation where there's no cameras. If there was no cameras, you know, how, how would a conversation go? And that's what we cre- uh, tried to create. And we've been able to do that. So we appreciate that. And we definitely need you on the show when you get some time. Yes, sir. Well, do I what kind of questions are we getting, though? We're gonna get all kinds of questions. You just got to make sure you eat a couple edibles before oh, you come. And oh. you, you, yeah, you, 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 you were one of the first guys to interview us. Well, not only that, but you set the blueprint of how to build your own and step away from the norm and mm-hmm. stand on your own. So mm-hmm. you a blueprint to us. So we appreciate being on your show, and we got to have you on our show so you can give us some game. I, I would love to. I never was high on Sports Center. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not as far as you know. Not as far as you know. I was right. exactly <laughs> high. <laughs> I may have acted like that, but I was not. Uh, yeah, Matt, Stephen, thank you, and good luck, yeah, guys. Thank you. Take care. Appreciate it, Dad. Thank have you so one. much, Dad. <laughs> Uh, a lot of fun. Matt Barnes, Stephen Jackson. In-depth interviews with top players, luminaries covering topics from basketball to social justice, politics, music, and more. Episodes available in video and audio formats on the Showtime Basketball YouTube channel. Also, uh, I'd, I'd be a guest on there. Yeah, I'd love to. That'd be nice. That'd be fun. Talk a little. Well, I don't know what we would talk about. Yes, Paulie. Steven Jackson, uh, if you could ask Michael Jordan one question, what would it be? Would you come on our show? That's awesome. <laughs> At one point, they gave each other dap. Like, that was good, man. He's like, yeah, all right. I yeah. like that question. Yeah, that was good. But I'm thinking Visine <laughs> would be a great sponsor for those guys. Those dudes are awesome. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow. I do know the wrestler, the very popular wrestler, The Miz, will join us on the uh, program tomorrow. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the 3 and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks, coaches? Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges, a ton, including 
include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know. Take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. This day in sports history. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow. I do know the wrestler, The Miz, is going to join us. Got WrestleMania coming up this weekend on Peacock. Make sure you go to the website. All the great things there. You want some T-shirts, they're there. You want Penny's Bang Biscuits, they're there as well. You want to submit a picture for the calendar. Make sure you include your birth date and you're wearing DP Show gear. Todd is wearing a Friday Night Lights football jersey i am is that tim riggins that's taylor kitsch taylor kitsch number 33 for the uh, dylan panthers and uh he turns 40 today happy birthday taylor kitsch taylor kitsch is 40 uh where did you get that jersey i ordered it online i don't know if it was etsy or one of those sites a while back i was just uh, and i know paulie is we're all big fans of the shows the one thing i'm bummed about is we had him booked in new york a couple years ago in new york city and then it, it didn't work out and i was hoping to take a picture with this jersey with the actual Tim Riggins, and maybe we'll have him on the show down the road and uh, be able to get that photo. Yes, Paul. I've watched the series Friday Night Lights probably six times all the way through. I can never figure out how many years Tim Riggins was in high school because mm. it felt like he was a senior season one, mm. but then two years later he's still on the team. I can never figure it out. Mm. He may have been held back. And then didn't we have Michael B. Jordan on 
and he actually picked a college. If he had gone to college to play football and he picked Michigan State. Yes, he said he grew up a Michigan State fan. Yeah, I love that, that he came in and he was gay. That was before he blew up and became a really, really big star. We tend to get them before they become really, really big stars. But he was also on The Wire. Like Chrissy Teigen's another one. That before Chrissy Teigen became Chrissy Teigen, like she was just part of the show coming in. <laughs> yes, McLovin. Do you remember that her and John Legend came to one of our random meetups at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings in New York City? Yes. Yeah. That was when we had our first drafts at the draft party. Yeah, see. Uh, a couple of interesting notes about that. Okay. Um, one, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen showed up. Yeah. That was the first appearance of uh, McLovin, always mistaking uh, the same guy for Clinton Portis. The bow tie guy. Bow tie guy. Because Clinton Portis wore, wore a bow tie when he was off the field sometimes. I, you, you, you thought that he was there, and then we went to the Havana <laughs> Club room, the yeah. smoking yeah. cigar place, and you go, Clinton Portis is here. And uh, that was Clinton Portis. Are you sure? Yes, we actually ran into Clinton Portis okay. at the Havana room. Okay, yeah. but I did think that. Uh, yeah, this is terrible. But the uh, that Seahawks wide receiver was there, uh, big tall guy, Sidney Rice, I believe his oh, name yeah. was. <laughs> and I thought, I said, oh my god, there's Richard Sherman. <laughs> oh, but no, but, didn't, didn't you confuse somebody for Tony Gonzalez one time too? Oh well, Chad Steele, the Baltimore Ravens. Oh yeah, PR the guru. Ravens PR director. <laughs> he loves that. We've. <laughs> He sees me at the Super Bowl and he gives me a hug. He's like, hey, Tony's here. Yeah. Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, but I do that a hundred times a day in Brooklyn, too. I'm like, oh, there's Harrison Ford. It's just like some guy, Bill. Uh, <laughs> but the fact that Chrissy Teigen and John Legend showed up and we were in New York and we were having beers. And the uh, Buffalo Wild Wings were like really staffed the place pretty heavy. And I think John Legend and Chrissy Teigen were the only people that showed up. <laughs> Turned out we needed the bodies. Turns out. <laughs> yes, we, we did. And, and I would always tell people, you know what? We're, we're maybe not that popular in New York City. You know, our show's not on the radio in New York City, and they may not know us. Chrissy's like, where's the red carpet? Where are the yeah, cameras? Yeah. Where's all yeah. the stuff? Where's um, entertainment tonight? And we're like, um, this is, it's just us. Yes, Todd. It's always awkward when you have, when you have a place with things roped off as if they were expecting a big crowd, and there's like absolutely no okay. reason <laughs> to have one, a special room in the corner. So. That one wasn't as bad as the other one. When we did the, um, the liquor brand where you you did a shot off Fritzy's belly out of his belly shellback shellback shell party yeah yes and we were in New York and when I saw women who worked at the uh, restaurant the bar they were out on the street trying to entice people to come in to meet Dan Patrick <laughs> and I go oh this is gonna be horrible and we go in and it was like I think it was friends and family are the only ones who showed up. <laughs> And, but we made the best of it. I mean, we, we still had a good time. They, we don't get cheated. They had those VIP lanyards yes. to give around. There's no VIPs. <laughs> there, there was none. Literally no <laughs> Every, reason for those. Everybody got a VIP lanyard. Uh, am I free to go wherever I, yeah, you can go wherever you want to go. VIP. And then I was like, man, we got to do something to spice this up. And see, so it goes, I can do a shot out of Fritzy's belly button. <laughs> I go, Very <laughs> brave young man. All right, let's, let's turn this into a party. Yeah. Let's get it. Yeah. Uh, we somehow make the best of whatever it is or the worst. Sometimes we can make the worst out of it too. Yes, Todd. 
I just uh, I can't believe to this day when we show that video every once in a while that Seton did that. That's extremely uh, courageous of the man. Uh, you got a Masters update, Paulie? Well, all we really care about is Victor Hovland. And yes. after starting plus three on the first hole, he's... That'd be is, a triple bogey. Yep, three birdies. He is now even. Okay, after seven here holes. he comes. Here he comes. One of the great comebacks of all time. So the, the counterpart to this, though, is that we have to keep an eye on what Xander Shoffley's doing. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was the trade. That was the trade. Yeah, with McLovin and Seton. Yes, McLovin. Shoffley's just going along around even. Is he, is he a guy... He's never high and he's never too low. He's always like eighth. He's good. He's a quality golfer there. But uh, you can follow our uh, our golfers. We'll have that on the newsletter that we put out later on today. Uh, Todd, what did you learn today? The one question Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson would like to ask Michael Jordan is if he would come on their show. McLovin? You can never count out Victor Hovland. Seton? Victor Hovland, champion. Molly? Stephen Jackson said, I'm literally always high. <laughs> Todd, what did I learn on today's award-nominated program? My Astros manager, Dusty Baker, likens the team's sign-stealing scandal to cheating on a test or simply making a mistake. What we learned brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. They go far beyond. From their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew, Mercedes-Benz Vans are built, equipped, and engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile. Taking that all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Not the most well-versed in the wrestling community, but I will be tomorrow when The Miz joins us to talk about WrestleMania over the weekend. Thanks for the phone calls, emails, tweets. For Seton Pauly, Fritzy McLovin, and yours truly, this has been The Dan Patrick Show. One more item as we close out this show, and it's Chrome Soft. Hitting golf balls yesterday, starting to get back into the swing of things there. I've got the uh, Chrome Soft X, by the way, that I play. Chrome Soft, Callaway's golf ball, the number one selling tour ball with Callaway, the Chrome Soft. You got great distance. You got soft feel, short game control. Callaway's number one ball on tour, the Chrome Soft X, the ball designed to give elite players precise shot workability and amazing greenside action. You want to hit some bombs, and don't we all? Callaway's longest tour ball, the new Chrome Soft X LS. The LS for low spin provides max distance off the tee, tour level short game spin. You want to have that green side feel. Chrome Soft isn't just better, it's better for everyone. Find your Chrome Soft today. You can go to CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. It's the ball that changed the ball. Chrome Soft. Go to CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.